0: hello hello everybody i'm here to talk to you guys today about coronavirus and the state of real estate in the tampa bay florida market area and if you notice i use those words very specifically in the tampa bay market area because real estate can be impacted a little bit differently throughout the United States. We're on, um, I believe, May 8th now, and um, it's been a good amount of time where people are now, um, have been overcoming their fears uh, with the coronavirus. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean people aren't taking caution. They definitely are. Um, Virtual aspects of real estate and the consumer transaction is still in play. And um, people are jumping back on the market, everybody. Um, A lot of people who have been sitting on the bench are jumping back on. Um, Again, I think it's because they're becoming less afraid. I think it's because the public and some of the government officials have eased up on having people uh, be out and about. You can definitely see it in the traffic both. Not just on the roads, on the streets, but on the internet. Um, one of my responsibilities as the operations manager is is to be able to generate business. Um, so I get to see a lot of the internet traffic come in. I get to see a lot of the conversations happen, and um, you can definitely hear it and see it in people's voices that they're ready to jump back in the mix of things and get this thing moving along. Now. What that means is that um, for some of you guys that, you know, see some of the news and some of the news feeds on Facebook and hear other people talk, um, you know, a lot of cases, you know, we um, are seeded with fears from other people that of some of the stuff that they're reading, right? And what I've noticed throughout my career is that when it comes to real estate and feeling and seeing the, the trends and what's going on with the consumers. There's not a better source than someone who's actually seeing it and feeling it, right? So I'll give you an example. Um, If you guys are listening, you guys are going to be a a step ahead of most people because some of the stuff and statistics and some of the things that you hear from me today are, um, you probably won't hear it for another few weeks, Right. Or maybe even another month. That's when you actually start seeing it on the news feed. Right. That's a, it's usually a little bit delayed. Right. So what we're seeing is this. A lot of folks, one of the biggest concerns and issues that um, that were um, that caught co- that caused people really to sit back or cause people not to proceed with a mortgage application to get pre-approved. And some folks, it even caused them. To have to break their uh, their contract on a home is the loss of job and employment, right? A lot of people started getting some news uh, from companies last month. Um, well, let's just be clear in the month of April, because they were taking a lot of caution uh, with um, you know if they're not going to have workers in place working. Um, there was no sense of paying them, I guess, right? Some companies were, you know, paying people when they were not working and some companies decided to just completely not pay people. And a lot of those folks um, ended up filing for unemployment, right? So what happens is that a lot of folks who lost their jobs or are on furlough, they couldn't proceed with the purchase of the house. And a lot of mortgage companies started tightening up. They started tightening up on The uh, verification process of employment, Um, every mortgage company is a little bit different in how they handle that in a normal setting. um, Pre-COVID-19, they would verify in their, you guys' employment maybe once or twice during the process of buying a house and being under contract. Now, some mortgage companies have actually taken additional steps to verify employment, not twice but sometimes up to three to four to five times leading up to the day of closing. And the reason why is because they wanted to make sure that you're still receiving income before they give you this big mortgage note that you would be responsible for paying back. I actually had a personal circumstance with someone that was under contract um, for a property and they placed this person on furlough and that person, the buyer and the borrower, they never communicated that to us uh, for several weeks, right? But when I say us, I mean myself and their mortgage company. And so what happened is is that a week away from closing, the mortgage company did a verification of employment and they discovered that that person was actually released from their employer two weeks ago, two weeks prior. So um, thankfully, that person had other folks, um, another person that they can actually apply for that same house, and we were able to get the contract extended and actually close uh, several weeks later, okay? So uh, what's happening now is that uh, what I'm seeing and hearing for a lot of folks who uh, were not under contract... And people that were ready to jump on the market only to find out that they were um, released from their employer, whether they were on furlough or not. Now, some of the conversations that we're having is people are actually telling us, hey, I'm going back to work in a few weeks. Okay, so people are starting to get their jobs back. Companies um, that were employing some of the folks um, are starting to gain more confidence. Um, as some of these, um, what's the right verbiage, some of these laws or some of the officials in the state of Florida are starting to ease up some rules for businesses to get back to doing business. Therefore the businesses now require their employees to come back to work, um, or would like to have them back to work. And so a lot of folks are getting their employment back. Right. And for one reason or another, uh, I mean, this doesn't happen with every single person, but for one reason or another, I'm actually even hearing that some folks are getting a dollar raise for coming back. They're getting paid a little bit more than what they were (laughs) before they left, which is very weird. But again, it's 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 a good thing for them. Right. Um, It's a good thing for everyone who wants to earn some money. Um, I'm not sure if it's a consistent thing. This is something to be uh, observed still. Uh, But people are getting their employment back. Confidence level is rising back up. Values of properties have never deteriorated or decreased. Uh, When you hear a lot of negativity in the news, people are going to start assuming that. And that's not the case. Even during COVID-19 in the month of April, yes, there were less buyers out on the market for these very reasons. But properties were still being sold. Uh, the supply level of properties was still at a low level, just as they have been for the past several years. And, And people, the demand was still there. People were still purchasing houses, okay? So now what's happening is that for those people that were sitting on a bench during the month of April, now we're, as real estate professionals, we're seeing an explosion of people come back on the market And, um, it's going to be a bunch of people. It's going to be a little bit of a chaos. Um, there's, um, there's even, um, whispers out there in the real estate world that in the real estate professionals that, um, the busy season is going to extend into October. Typically the busy season finishes up around the end of September, but, um, there's whispers out there saying that they think it might go into November. Right. Um, so, Guys, stay up to date. Make sure you're getting the right advice. This is some of the stuff that's going on as people are getting back to work. Um, and so don't have any doubts. Make sure that you're always being well-informed and educated. Um, a lot of times when uh, when folks don't know what's going on and they have dreamt about buying a house um, and don't know how to get there, what I like to tell people is that make sure that you plan well. Uh, There's a saying out there that there's two different buyers out there, two different people that want to transact. There's dreamers and there's planners. The dreamers are the people that have not been informed, but do want to buy. Those same very people can be the type of people that can get easily discouraged or misled by negative information. The planners are the people that are well informed, that have been prepping up uh, to buy a house in the future and are getting the right information from the right sources. So I hope you guys um, found this episode to be a little bit helpful about what's going on. And um, I wanted to continue this segment of the coronavirus conversation as to what's going on in the real estate market. Uh, I'm suspecting everything to uh, really kind of liven up even much more in the next few weeks as people have received their notices to get back to work. Um, and they just haven't, they're probably going to enjoy the, the last few weeks of vacation that they have of resting and collecting unemployment income. And now uh, they're going to get back to the grind of things. And when people get back to the grind of things and they can show evidence that they're back to work to their mortgage companies, they're going to start getting these pre approval letters and they're going to start getting back to the hunt of things. Guys, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you're enjoying these episodes. Uh, I've always encouraged people to drop me a quick message. Uh, Whether it be on Anchor FM or whatever podcast you're listening to, make sure you comment and let me know if you like the show and also if there's any topics you want me to cover. Um, I've been thankful enough that people have actually listened to that part of it and they've dropped me a few messages on Facebook um, and I'm still working on getting to some of those. So uh, nevertheless, just because I'm not putting the episode out there doesn't mean I don't have you in mind. So drop the message and um, everybody have a great day. Bye bye.